Good afternoon, everybody. This is Rick Mertel here with uh, Synergy Financial Partners here at Ferguson USA Hot Talk Radio uh, to talk today about the Veteran Entrepreneur Training System. Uh, what is the, the Veteran Entrepreneur Training System? Well, it's a system uh, that's designed to uh, for veterans. Uh, we, we've figured out that there are about 200,000 veterans transitioning uh, this year or every year from the military to uh, civilian life. And uh, we, what we want to do is we want to help uh, veterans who have an entrepreneurial mindset that want to build a business for themselves, but not by themselves. We want to help them to build a business with Synergy Financial Partners. Uh, we're we're, uh, we're a, comp- a financial services education and marketing company. We're based in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm here in St. Louis, Missouri, and uh, this is kind of, you know, the middle of the country. So we're we're looking to, to get the word out about our program so we can help uh, train the veterans to, uh, like I said, build a business for themselves, but not by themselves. Uh, we found that uh, veterans have a lot of skills already in place uh, that are necessary in this business. Uh, t- leadership, teamwork, uh, integrity, uh, communication skills. Uh, those are all things that they are, they've already been trained. And then, of course, just the servant heart is something that is important here because what we're doing is is we're helping people. So today, uh, I'm going to kind of talk about why, you know, about Synergy Financial Partners and uh, kind of do a business overview of our of, of our company and, and give you kind of some of the ideas of why it is that we need to grow because of the situations that uh, Americans are in today. So, uh, Scott, if you could pull up that uh, PowerPoint presentation there. I'd appreciate it. It's up. All right. Thank you, sir. So Synergy Financial Partners, you know, we're changing the way Americans are planning for their financial futures. And and a lot of times that's actually the change is that people are going to plan because unfortunately, most people today will spend more time planning a vacation to Disney World than they do their retirement. So uh, we want to we want to change that. So we want to make make the information accessible. A lot of people don't make any plans because they don't think that they have anything to plan. You know, just because they don't have enough, they can't afford to talk to somebody who you know in the financial services field. They don't think that their money is enough to to merit the conversation with somebody in the field to teach them things. So. One of the biggest reasons, you know, the American families are are in financial distress. Thank you for changing that without me telling you to, Scott. You're awesome. And so for every 100 people who are or would have been age 65 today, here's what's happened. As you see that graph over there, okay? Right now there's only 54 out of 100 people have annual incomes between ten dollars and $50,000. That's household incomes. Uh, 19 people out of 100 have annual incomes under 10,000. Uh, 16 people out of 100 didn't make it to age 65. You know, they passed away. Unfortunately, not everybody lives that long. And then, of course, only 11 have annual incomes over $50,000. And, you know, you can't live a great life. You know, I mean, you can, you know, money's not everything, but you, but you need money to, to live and to enjoy your life. So plus 48% of mortgage foreclosures and 48% of business failures, 60% of all bankruptcies are due to the financial impact of a critical illness. Critical illnesses happen all the time. Scott, if you could flip to the next one, please. 
So many American families have been have been left with either no sound financial plan in place, or they have plans and products that are outdated and inferior that could be holding them back financially. You see the picture of that cell phone on there. I actually had one of them. I'm 60 years old. I actually had one like that. You know, and, and people, you wouldn't keep your old outdated mobile phone. So why would you keep an old outdated financial product or concept that could be jeopardizing your finance, your family's financial future. I mean, everybody will switch phones, you know, because that stuff is advertised. I mean, you, you know, you got to get the next iPhone or the next Android and things like that. But there's not always the information about financial services products that change isn't so readily available. So people don't have that information to, oh, let's upgrade, let's upgrade. You know, they're not going to do that. So the timing really couldn't be more perfect for all American families to make sure that they have a sound financial place. And that, again, is, is why we're trying to build an army of people. And we're looking for you know help from veterans that want to build a business so that we can reach more people. We can get this information to them faster. So it's, it's time for uh, the next financial revolution. Next slide, please. Our mission is to... Uh, Change the way Americans plan for their financial futures. And like I said before, changing it sometimes is just making a plan. It's doing it, actually doing it. And our vision is to build the world's best uh, consumer financial education empowerment company. We found that when people have the education, uh, they will make good decisions. It's not, and that's one of the things, when, when I got in this business years ago, my dad was a salesman growing up. He, he could sell ice to an Eskimo, you know, he... He sold used cars. I mean, there's the, you know, that stigma right there. But uh, he could sell something to anybody. And and I I, I vowed to never be in the sales business because I, I couldn't, I didn't want to sell things to people. So that's why I got excited when, you know, when I got with Synergy Financial Partners, we started this company, is the fact that we're, we're leading with education, you know, so we want to make sure that we educate people. And then they're going to, they're gonna, you know, once we find show them the, the knowledge, share the knowledge with them, then they're going to be able to make the decisions based on that. So, Scott, if you could flip to the next one, please. So there's really when we, we talk to people and we're talking, you know, giving them the education about different things, there's, there's really six areas that, you know, people need to uh, have in order to, you know, to build a strong, sturdy financial house. Number one is, of course, you got to build the foundation. I mean, you got to get that foundation in place. The rest of it is, is really not worthy of anything without a foundation. So in, number one, the foundation is ensuring proper protection in the event of death, critical or chronic illness. You got to have that foundation in place. Then number two is emergency fund. I mean, you got to have, we found that to have at least three to six months income set aside in case of emergency, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, we, we've we've really witnessed that over the last year and a half, almost two years now with uh, the COVID situation. So it's good to have that money set aside. And you, know, you want to have that in a liquid account, you know, somewhere where you can get to it quickly. So you can take care of those things, take care of your bills, take care of, you know, if, you, if your roof blows off or you, or you can't work for a month, you know. Because of you, because of your your business is shut down, or you know whatever the case may be, you got to have that emergency fund in place. And then two, I'm sorry, three is save for retirement. You know, and one of the things that we do different 
than than most of the financial services company that people the the names that people are aware of you know the the household names uh, is we use safe money strategies and we do that to maximize you know maximize the retirement minimize the risk and use the most tax advantages we figure that we that's key tax advantages is key because taxes are your biggest bill that you have you know you earn your money you pay taxes you buy things, you pay taxes. You have real estate, you pay ongoing taxes. You pay, depending on where you live, you pay personal property taxes. And then four, eliminate debt. You, we want to make sure that you pay off any credit cards and eliminate installment debts because those things will hold you back. And uh, the biggest thing I found when, as I've been doing this, is I get through these first four things talking with people. And, and found that, you know, a lot of people, you know, it wakes them up a little bit. You know what? Maybe I should have more money set aside in that emergency fund. You know, I only have a month's worth. You know, maybe I should try to try to have more because something, you know, something could happen. Uh, and, or maybe, you know, the protection I have, maybe the life insurance plan I have doesn't have living benefits. Maybe I should look into that. And But then the biggest issue that people have is that there's, at the end of the month, there's no money. So there's not enough money left over. So that's why step five or number five is, is so important to increase cash flow. I mean, you can increase cash flow one or two ways. You know, you can either make more money. Well, I'm sorry, maybe three ways. You can make more money. You can pay less taxes. Or you can have less things, you know, and, and, and live a, a lower standard of living. You know, that's, that's really the only way that you can have, you know, you increase more money if you're not spending as much money. But if you want to, so we, we offer, we're offering this opportunity and especially right now to veterans to, to build a business, you know, where they can have an additional income stream for their family. They can, they can do this part-time, they can do it full-time. We can, we can, you know, they can build, you know, be an agent or they can build an agency. It's entirely up to, to every individual. And then, of course, once we've built something, we want to preserve it. You know, we want to do estate planning. We want to make sure that the money that you build, it can be passed on to your uh, heirs, you know, without, without, once again, without paying tax, undue taxes, taxes you don't have to pay. So that's a huge thing. And, and it's just kind of the, the six keys. You got to have all of these things to have your financial house in order. Skip to the next one. Thank you. So we're teaching people the difference between the old way of doing things and the new way. And we call it the new way, but most of the things that we're talking about aren't really that new. They're just new to middle America. So, and the key old way and new way difference is ensuring proper protection for that step one in the event of death, critical, or chronic illness. The old way people would have a life insurance policy, one that they got through their job or one that they purchased themselves. But the life insurance, it only does one thing. It only pays if you die, which is, that's, I mean, that's a great thing, you know, because you're taking care of your family. So those plans have been around for a long time. They'll only pay if you die. But the new way, life insurance with living benefits, where you can access up to 90% of that, 90% of the death benefit while you're still alive, if you have certain chronic critical illnesses such as cancer, stroke, heart attack, terminal illnesses, and or disability. 
I mean, you may not retire tomorrow, but you could possibly die or be diagnosed with a chronic or critical illness tomorrow, which makes that the life insurance with living benefits a critical part of your financial foundation. You know, it's a, it's a big thing. And these things happen a lot. I mean, this these, this page here that we're on, is this is statistics. I mean, heart attack. Every 34 seconds in the United States, somebody has a heart attack. Now, the chances of survival on a heart attack nowadays, they're actually, this is probably a little bit old. They're better than 60% that you're going to survive a heart attack. When my grandpa, he died of a heart attack, and, and back then, usually you had a heart attack, you just died. I mean, but now with uh, modern medicine, I mean, you know, signs of a heart attack, people educated on signs of a heart attack, what to do next, how quickly to, you know, what you can do, give somebody an aspirin, uh, I mean, get them to the hospital, emergency rooms everywhere, you know, urgent cares everywhere. We, we can take care of people so much faster and so much, so much better care nowadays than used to be. So people are going to survive them. And then stroke. And on average, a stroke occurs every 40 seconds in the United States. Chance of survival nowadays is more than 70%. I mean, everybody knows, you know, there's different things. You see them on the internet all the time. And you see little little videos and, and there's education out there all the time, the signs of a stroke. And so they're teaching those things to kids in school to see if their parents and grandparents have it, you know. The signs of a stroke. So the faster you can react to that, the faster the survival rate, you know, the higher the survival rate is. And then cancer, they say one in two, and that's, you know, it depends on where you, where you read it, but one in two, one in three people are going to be diagnosed with one, some, some form of cancer. But nowadays, you know, breast cancer is the big, one of the bigger survivors. It's more than 87%. And prostate cancer is up around 98%. So people are surviving those things a lot more often these days, but they don't always survive financially. I mean, people have health insurance, you know, and it'll pay for a certain amount of things. But, you know, you typically, I mean, I guess the best health insurance you could possibly have nowadays might pay 80% of the, the bill, and then you're stuck with 20% of it. But then you still have deductibles. And then, of course, when it's paying, it's paying for the health part of it, but it doesn't pay for your house payment. It doesn't pay for your car payment. It doesn't pay for your kids' school. You know, it doesn't pay for your food on the table. It doesn't pay for your uh, homeowner's insurance. You know, all these things are not covered, you know, by health insurance. So everybody, most everybody has probably known somebody who's had a heart attack, who's had a stroke or had cancer and lived. And, and the expenses of those illnesses can create a huge financial burden. I mean, 60% of bankruptcies in the United States are due to an illness. And 80% of the people who had those bankruptcies had health insurance. But that health insurance, like I said, does not pay everything. So if we could just move on to the next one there, Scott. Appreciate you. Okay, I think I skipped one. What did I do here? No, we skipped eight and nine. Okay, well, all right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. <laughs> so, uh, so let's talk about retirement. You know, so the key old way. So, in the old way, people save for retirement. You know, using 
the you know where they put their money in the market you know where it can dramatically affect your retirement savings it's at risk you know i mean the market in 2000 there was the dot-com bubble burst in 2008 there was the the uh mortgage crisis and you know the market goes up and the market goes down but so it depending on you know the timing you can't really time the market so what if you're the time that you want to retire is the time that it went down i mean in 2008 there were millions of people that that had planned on retiring that that either didn't or they did in a very different way than they planned. And the new way is using, you know, we use safe money products that take advantage of indexing where your money can realize gains with, you know, market gains with zero market risk to your principal and earned interest. I mean with with the volatility of today's markets, people are looking for safe places to, you know, put their hard-earned money. They don't they want to put their money at risk. So there are different ways, you know, using indexing, which we'll talk about a little bit more, but it will it it really makes a huge difference. I mean, the insurance companies will take away the risk and uh, put you in a better position. So we teach people how money works. One of the biggest rules of money is compound interest. Okay, it's called the rule of seventy-two. Einstein created this this uh, mathematical formula, and what it is, you simply divide what the interest that you're earning on your money into 72 and that will give you the expected rate of ter- rate of return you know how how often your money will double so at at 4% i'm old enough that i i remember we used to get 4% in a bank account you know in a savings account that was quite a long time ago but 4% was awesome okay so if, if you see this example here if you guys can even see that uh, i can't without my glasses but if you were 29 years old and you had $10,000 and you put it into an account that you earned 4% on, in 18 years, 4 goes into 72 18 times. So in 18 years, your money would double. So by at age 47, you'd have $20,000. And then 18 more years, you'd have $40,000. Now, the thing about this is, and the reason why a lot of people haven't heard about this, and they, you know, when you, they talk to their financial advisors and, and things like that, they don't talk about the Rule 72. And the reason that they don't is because it will not work if you take a loss. It will, it will not work. So it can only work if you, if you get a consistent positive or, or you know, you can get a zero, but you can't, you can't take a loss. Okay. So now I went to Rittner High School here in St. Louis and one of the things I'd love to share with people is, you know, if so 4%, and you just look over that chart, if you can see it, over there to 8%. So that's twice as much, right? That's what they taught me. That's what I thought. It would be twice as much. Well, if you look at the columns there, you can see that 8, well, you can't see this part, but 8 goes into 72 nine times. So every nine years, your money's going to double. So that same 29-year-old that had started out with $10,000 and it, had got 8%, instead of having $80,000, he has 160000 So it's four times, four times as much. And that's a huge thing that a lot of people don't really understand, don't know. And, and Einstein said that it was the most powerful force in the universe, compound interest. He said that if you understand it, you can make it, you can use it for you, but if you don't, it will be used against you. One of the, the people that understand it the most, if anybody's been to a 
Kohl's or any department store like that, when you first, as soon as you walk in the door, they tell you, hey, if you will put this on your card, we will give you 10% off. And the reason that they do that is they know that 85% of the people who use their charge card are going to pay the minimum payment. And they charge about 26% interest. So if you take 26 and you divide that into 72, I am not a mathematician. I'm not that good, but I know it goes in there less than three times, right? 26 goes into 72 less than three times. So that means their money is doubling on those credit cards. It's doubling less than three years. Their money's doubling. So those places make more money on the cards, on the plastic, than they do on the things that they sell. So they truly understand the rule of 72 and how that works. So that, that's a huge deal. Next slide, please. So another thing about how money works, there's basically two kinds of money, taxable and tax-free. All right, and if you were going to make a list, smart money list of your money, you got your free money. That's not something you see very often. My grandma used to give me a, a birthday card with $5 in it. That was awesome. Uh, but my grandma's not around anymore, so I don't get that free $5. Now, if you have a 401k at your work, you might get a match. And that, that's free money, too. So, you know, free money is great. Or you find a, find a dollar bill on the ground when you're in the parking lot. That's great. But then tax-free money is, is the next best thing. And then, of course, tax-deferred money, because at least you don't have to pay the taxes till later. And then, of course, you have taxable money. So in the taxable column... You have your capital gains tax, which you get on stocks, or you pay on stocks, mutual funds, real estate, things like that. And then ordinary income taxes is, is your wages and your tax-qualified plans, which is your retirement plans. And then tax-free is municipal bonds, Roth IRAs, life insurance. So traditionally, middle America is taught, you know, to get a good job, you know, go to school, get good grades, get a good job, you know, with benefits, and put your money in a 401k, you know, where it's tax deferred and you don't have to pay the tax until later. Well, the biggest myth is that taxes later are going to be less. The only way that taxes are going to be less later is if you are living on less money. I mean, that's the only way because you, you're paying taxes according to what your income is. You know, whatever tax bracket you're in is based on your income. So, the, the column there on the left on the bottom you can see is, you know, tax deferred. You're putting, you know, 100%, you know, you're putting your money. You're not paying taxes on the money that you're putting in there today. But when you go to take it out, not only are you going to pay taxes on the money that you put in, but you're going to pay taxes on the money that you earned, and you're going to pay taxes on any money that your company may have matched in a 401k. So you're going to pay taxes on all of that, 100%. Now, what a lot of people, the wealthier people have done and for years and years is they'll put money into something where they pay the taxes up front. So there's the only three places you can do that. Municipal bonds, Roth IRAs. Great. One of the greatest things the government ever came up with. But there's so many restrictions. If you make very much money, you can't use them. Uh, then, of course, Roth IRAs are often in the market, so they could be at risk. And then life insurance, the most misunderstood, not known to the average person place where you can put your money and have it grow tax deferred 
but take it out tax-free. So that, that's, that's a huge thing that a lot of people are not aware of. Next slide, sir. Thank you. So taxes. This is just a little table of taxes. One of the biggest things that a lot of people don't realize, we are currently in the fourth lowest tax bracket we've been in since the Depression. So lately with, uh, you know, stimulus money going out and, and all the things that going on, all the programs and things that we have, do you think that taxes are going to go up or they're going to go down? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're going to go down. I can't say that they're going to go up, but I certainly do not think they're going to go down. So we're, we're you know, might as well be prepared for the possibility that they could go up. Next slide, please. So, saving for retirement using safe money strategies to maximize retirement risk with the most tax advantages. The old way, people use those tax-qualified plans. IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, etc. You get that deduction now, but you pay taxes when you take it out. Something that's not even in this slide, but I'm going to mention too, is right now... Uh, I don't remember the exact trillions of trillions of dollars that our national debt is, but I can you can bet that the amount of money that's in tax qualified plans is equal to or extremely close to the same amount of money because the government knows that they're going to get that money. So that's that's why they can create that kind of debt because they know where the money's going to come from to pay for it. And then of course the the new way using the tax favored status of a life insurance contract. You can get tax-free withdrawals at retirement and other key benefits. I mean, we don't know when, you know, you don't know when you're going to retire yet exactly, but I mean, since what you put in your investments usually is far less than what you potentially take out, this could mean a serious financial difference to your family at retirement. Next slide, please. So, this little chart here, this is just the uh, the S&P 500. If you, if you had $100,000 uh, back in 97, 96, and you put it in the, in the market, you can see the ride that you would have taken. Go up, 2,000, bam, went down, you know, big, big drop. And then it, it, it went back up, you know, it made it back up a little bit above where it was back in the, in the 90s. But then 2008, bam, it went down again. What if you could have your money in something, you know, that was indexed? And when we say indexed, the insurance companies that offer these indexed products, indexed vehicles, what they do is they take and they put a floor in. So there, you can't lose a penny of your money. They also put a ceiling in too. So you can't earn everything that the market does. You might not earn everything. So if the market went up 30%, you may only get 10. Uh, the next slide will show the situation if, if you were in, in the index fund during that same time frame. And, of course, that's even different in the years that, that we've had since then. Because when, when those, if you had to retire in 2000, you would have retired without taking a loss. If you were in 2008, even a bigger deal. You, wouldn't, you would retire without a loss. So you, you could have whenever the market goes down, you get a zero. If the market goes up, you get credited money. And every year, it's an annual reset, so you can't go backwards. 
And zero is the hero. You know, that's what we say. Zero is the hero. Because if you don't go backwards, you don't have to worry about nearly as much about going forward. So uh, next thing, we'll go to slide. I believe we're going to go to 23 now, right? All right, beautiful. <clears throat> so this is just a little story. I love to tell this, but I'm going to have to drink, take a drink first. And I'm going to talk a lot faster, too. So this, this is the story of two brothers, okay? And this is just a great example. These Both these guys are 35 years old. They save the same amount of money each year. They're both making $70,000 a year. They're both going to earn 8% interest. They're both going to do it for 30 years. They're both going to retire at age 65. The only difference is one's paying the taxes today. One's going to pay the taxes later. Or sometimes people say paying taxes on the seed versus paying taxes on the crop. Next slide, please. So, uh, Brother Oldway, he's contributed $6,520 to his 401k. Plus, he's getting a match from his employer of $1,050. He's paying $680 annual premium for a $600,000 30-year term insurance policy with no living benefits. He's fully taxable at retirement, as everybody is with the 401ks, IRAs of that nature, subject to market risk, subject to large undisclosed fees, no use or control to his, of his money till 59 and a half. You can't touch that without paying a penalty. And 98% uh, chance he's not going to use his term policy. He's just gonna, he's going to live till that till that time. And then, of course, the brother New Way, he's putting the same $7,200 away. He's got a permanent IUL. Permanent protection, same death benefit until he's 120. So it's going to provide him with 100% tax-free retirement income and living benefits, zero market risk, virtually no limits on his contributions, complete use control of his money, uh, doesn't have to wait till he's 59 and a half, and, and he's covered till he's 120. 30 years goes by, okay? Brother Oldway's got $858,000 in his 401k. Brother Newway only has $709,000 cash value in his IUL. Of course, he had to pay for the actual insurance. He had to pay for a cost of insurance. So, but now his death benefit is up to $864,000. Brother Oldway, his term insurance is expired. So if he wants to start a new one, it's going to cost him $12,000 if he can qualify medically. So if they both died, you know, on this day, 30 years later, Old Way Brothers, gonna, his family's going to get $858,000 less taxes, minus taxes. And then Brother New Way's family's going to get $864,000 tax-free. So over 30 years, the Old Way Brother, he saved $65,000 in taxes. So that's about $2,000 a year that he saved in taxes that he didn't have to pay. Okay, brother Newway paid zero and say, or I'm sorry, saved zero in taxes. So which would you rather have, the eight hundred fifty-eight thousand or the seven hundred nine thousand? But remember that it's not what you make that counts; it's what you get to keep. So now it's time to take the income. So the brother, oh, they're both gonna, you know, they were making seventy thousand dollars thirty years ago. They were both making seventy grand. So they, they're going to need more money to live on now cost of living and inflation. So they're both going to live on $97,000. So 
So the brother Olway, to in order to get $97,000 net income, he has to take $129,000 out of his 401k. He's got to pay taxes. Now at a 25% tax rate, which is not a huge tax rate, uh, he's going to pay $32,000 in taxes in the first year. Now remember, he saved $65,000 over 30 years. He's going to pay $32,000 in the first year. So half the money he saved over 30 years in taxes, he has to pay in the first year. In nine, nine years at age 74, he's completely out of money, paid over $291,000 in taxes when he needs his money the most during retirement. And Brother Newey, uh, not only did his brother Oway move in with him, but he, he took his $97,000 annual income via a loan from his IUL, and he pays zero taxes. Now, if he lives or he lives till he's age 100, he will have gotten that $97,000 for 35 years, $3,395,000, and his family's left with $3,036,000 all income tax-free. And that's just by doing a different strategy, by using a different way to do it. So that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to get this information out to middle America. So we need to build an army of people, an army of people. That, that's why we're, we started this veteran entrepreneur training system. We're, we're, we're looking to build an army of people to get the word out to help people. So the veteran entrepreneur training system, Synergy Financial Partners, uh, just get the word out. Help us get the word out. We Share this information. Please feel free to contact me. Uh, via my email, my phone number. Uh, you can go to my website where all that other information is there. You can see uh, videos about uh, testimonials of our clients. And just please help us get the word out. We want to help as many people as we can, and we want to help them as fast as we can. We don't want somebody to be, we don't want, I, I hear too many times when I talk to people that nobody ever told me this. I, we want to get to the point where there's not anybody, nobody can say that. At least if, if they didn't make a cho right choice, at least they had the information. So we want to get that information out. So appreciate everybody's time today. Have an awesome weekend. And uh, please feel free to reach out. I'd be happy to invite you to one of our Wealth 101s or even talk with you one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, just uh, help us get the information out. Everybody have a great weekend. Thank you, Scott.